VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello and welcome back to Star Wars Minute. It's the daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate Return of the Jedi one minute at a time. I'm Pete the Retailer from Alphabetical.com. I'm Alex Robinson from Alphabetical.com. I'm L. Adam from Alphabetical.com. And I'm John from Alphabetical.ed, I mean .com. <laughs> you almost made me have to buy a domain name there. <laughs> Uh, we are talking about Minute 28 of Return of the Jedi, Minute 2-8. Uh, this starts with Luke noticing the door controls, which he... <laughs> happened noticing the door exciting. controls. Noticing the door controls, which he was unable to see earlier. Uh, and it goes until Luke is being escorted out of the basement for unruly behavior. This minute is also known as the saddest minute in the trilogy. Yep. Um... First of all, I just want to. Re- I like the idea of someone saying, "Did you see Return of the Jedi?" Yeah, it's that movie about a guy noticing a door control, right? <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Well, that, along the while we're talking about door controls, <laughs> before we get to the sadness, uh, do you think Luke had flashbacks to the Death Star door controls? He <laughs> He's like, "I shouldn't blast this." Yeah, like I'm not going to blast that because there might be a bridge here or something. <laughs> Hey, I was on that minute. <laughs> so you're only here for minutes about door control. <laughs> they should have had like a montage of Princess Leah saying, that, right. you know, you blasted the controls. Or her <laughs> sitting on Jabba's uh, dais being like, find the controls. Find the controls that extend the extend bridge. The bridge. Yeah. There you go, yeah. My thing is like a control like that. Okay, that's like a dungeon kind of thing. That's where you want to trap prisoners. On the off chance that they're at, why is it so easy to open that door? Even if it's from the outside. Like, wouldn't you want like a key system or, you know, like. Wait, was it well, from. Uh, it's like an airlock it? system, right? So the Rancor comes in, yeah. you know, is in there. Yeah. And uh, somebody who we'll, we'll get to who in a second kind of goes in there with the Rancor, gets yeah. them ready to go, and then hits that button, opens the thing, the Rancor comes out yeah. to go into the pit when there's somebody in there to eat, then closes it behind them, then goes out back through Do that. They, yeah. but, but on the off chance something happens like what just happened now, mm-hmm. wouldn't you want it to be like, that guy should have a key, you know? Or he should put a like a, a lock on it, like a password protection. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, it shouldn't just be a button. Yeah. So, Pete, you're saying this is like the backstage area, basically. Where, where uh, basically, yeah, where people are not supposed to go, and Luke goes back there and just starts messing with buttons. And it's the, the staging area, so it's really whoever sliders. runs this thing fault for leaving that big it's the stage manager's fault for leaving that big gate open. Yeah, uh, that should have been closed from the start. Right, should have closed it. It's like a fire it. door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, keep door closed. <laughs> yes, but uh, Luke does see the 
door con- he does notice the go- door controls. Mm-hmm. One of the new Jedi powers they introduced. You think after he did it, he noticing felt like, door uh, controls <laughs> as a Jedi power? Yeah. All right. Well, you see, Luke, <laughs> not many people can notice door controls. <laughs> a lot of people know doors. It's not a lot of people really know door doors controls. on Tatooine, right? So maybe Luke is just kind of like, uh, <laughs> that's why he, he, he was blasting him. control yeah. panels. And stuff. Right. Do you think when he got on, like, he's walking around the Rebel base, he's like, <laughs> shooting <laughs> he's like, Luke, Luke. They're not for shooting. <laughs> you think, like, in his training, he, it's a bunch of, like, when you go to the police training, you got to shoot, like, cardboard people, yeah. cardboard criminals, there's cardboard door controls. They pop up those yeah. ones they pop you're not up supposed to shoot. <laughs> right. There's good ones and bad ones. Yeah, exactly. There's, like, a baby and a mommy door control, <laughs> yeah. and then, like, a bad door control with stubble. There's, there's got to be some blue milk behind one of these things. <laughs> wow. So Luke, with all his Jedi powers, throws a skull at the door. Yes. Door controls. But he probably controls it Force a little, little bit. You right? think so? You think he uh, gives a little bit of oomph? A little bit of oomph. I think yeah. it was he threw it, got lucky, and then was like, yeah, that was the, that was the force. Yeah, goes yeah. back to the, yeah. Right. And luckily it is a control that if you just throw something against it, it activates. It doesn't it's have a, to be. Yeah. Big red button. <laughs> no, no. Easy. No speed. No. Uh, <laughs> that was easy. Yeah. The door does come down very quickly, dangerously quickly, yeah, I would say. Oh. I think we know that that in this universe, doors move fast. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. usually pretty fast. Yeah, well, you know, the entryway to Jabba's palace didn't move that fast. Like, that's another yeah, big that's kind right. of heavy. When it's when it needs to be dramatic, right? It doesn't yeah. move fast. Mm-hmm. The the Death Star definitely had doors that go in very fast. So well, whoever designed this door must have worked for the that that safety <laughs> Maybe hazard it was known just as the one Death Star guy, like Otis, like yeah. the <laughs> elevator guy. But like, yeah. his name was Fast Johnny, yeah. and he's like, he's like, it's got to close in under yeah. half a second. <laughs> or I'm not doing it. Who does the best doors? I do. Yeah, yeah I'm not Get putting my else. name on it. <laughs> so when they go to Jabba's palace, he's like, "Oh, like whoa, he has one of those slow doors. That's what a, mm. that's what like a luxury yeah. guy he is. He has one of those talking doors that go really slow. slow he sends a consultant up. first. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, your problem is your doors are too slow. <laughs> what we're gonna do? We're gonna retrofit all your doors to be faster. What do you got? A robot in here? Get that out of here! <laughs> what, what is that? A gonna... man behind a wall with a string and a rope? <laughs> Come on, some WD forty on that." <laughs> yeah, so the door comes crashing down right. and kills the golden retriever. If you're just listening to it, Doxin, it's Doxin, Doxin, yeah, right. yeah. That rancor noise I wrote is uh, it's a stab in the heart to anyone who's ever owned a pet. Aww. It's the Jurassic bark of Star Wars. Yeah, well, oh, let's not boy. talk about that. <laughs> hey, but yeah, it's uh, it, it's throwing that in there. Just totally, you know, if you were. Uh, at least for me, you know, it, it flips the story so that it's not, you know, like I'm no longer rooting for Luke at that one. It's like, oh, he just killed yeah. that dog. Like, what the hell? <laughs> what if it was a cat meow? Would that be different? <laughs> if it was like the Mary Tyler Moore kind of like, meow. <laughs> <laughs> like, not even, you know. <laughs> I'm going to go home and do that. But yeah. <laughs> but uh, any yeah. other animal noise. So that turns a quack, whole, uh, a quack noise right. would be funny. Mm. <laughs> 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 like lore from that episode of Star Trek. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should Or like a little car, huh? You know, oh. that could be. No, that would be. That would be even sad. That would be even sad too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I like that all the uh, all the the denizens, all the the cantina, not cantina patrons, the Jabba's Palace patrons. <laughs> The JPPs, they're all looking through there, and they're like, "Ha ha ha!" What? They all yeah. do. Then they all do double takes <laughs> yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So they really learned from three uh, POs. Uh. There's a shot that made me wonder how far, like, how much lead does uh, Leah get on her leash? Because like the shots where they show her, it looks like she's nowhere near Jabba. It's Jabba? like she's chilling alone. Jabba. 
And then she's like, oh, my neck hurts because I'm yeah. on a leash thing. Maybe she Probably was trying to sneak away. One of those retractable things, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, where it's like... <laughs> going with the dog metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> <Going with> the <laughs> yeah. She was pooping in the corner somewhere. <laughs> One of the guys who reacts that uh, I didn't mention him uh, the other day. We've yeah, seen him a couple of times. I think we've seen him all week here. But there's a guy there called, uh, this is a hard name to say. Luke? Uh, Pusimer Thrice. Thrice? Bless you. Pusimer, P-U-C-U-M-I-R. T-H-R-Y-S-S. Can you describe Mr. Thrice? He's a humanoid guy. Uh, wearing like a white outfit, like he's almost wearing uh, like Spock's outfit from Star Trek Four, that kind of bathrobe and headband thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a mix of Mon Mothma, maybe. Uh, maybe it's, he's not wearing a dress, I don't think, but he's wearing what almost looks like a white bathrobe and uh, same thing. <laughs> I don't know. There's two guys. There's two humanoids in there who look kind of similar. They're both wearing white. One has got like a furry collar, and the other one doesn't. This is the one who doesn't. <laughs> Right. <laughs> They're always getting confused. He's like, I'm the guy without the collar. Right. Look at my neck. <laughs> it's like Hudson and Hicks. Um, Doesn't Uncle Owen wear a robe at some point? Everyone yeah, tattoos. Wears a tattoo. I feel like he's very yeah, into this Terry is cloth. That's why everybody's yeah. wearing yeah. Terry cloth. Yeah, Terry cloth. He wore Burnt a robe. cloth. Terry cloth, yeah, and that's the material. Yeah. Well, Terry cloth is what gives the Jedi his power. Um, it's also comforting and relaxing. <laughs> feel Love. that. <laughs> allows me to squat. Watch, Luke. <laughs> Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Uh, I don't have too much to say about Pusimmer Thrice. Just the name. Thrice, just other the than name. It's, yeah, it's a ridiculous name and uh, he's in there. He's, he, you see him all week. So keep an eye out. He's the human guy who's hanging out with Beto and Ray Yeast. And That's like another Futurama thing, Jeff the Human. Mm. Uh, I was going to showcase another Jabba denizen. Sure. Um, Is it Beto or Ray Yeast? No. Well, we're Lando. Well, actually, close. It's Salt Marie. Oh. Uh, when Lando, when, Jed, when Jabba says, bring me Captain Solo and the Wookiee, right. and Lando immediately runs to go get them, he shoves Yak Face out of the way. Yak Face... Mm. He's this tall. He looks like Joe Camel, kind yeah, of, basically. And uh, his real name is Salt Marie. He is a con artist for once. Someone who's not a bounty hunter. He no. is a good, good old fashioned con artist, or is he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's his long con. Yeah, he is pretty long. <laughs> He's somewhat famous in the USA for being hard to get because his action figure was never released for playing hard to get in the United States. So uh, British nerds and foreign nerds of all stripes could play mm. with Yak Face, but American nerds... Was it never released, really? 
That's what it said in yeah. Wikipedia, but well. I mean, yeah, eventually, I'm sure they. Yeah, I know it was from that late, like, kind of Power of the Force line. Yeah, and, it was uh, one of the like, last figures. Released. A man, a man, and yeah. Luke, Luke, stormtrooper gear, and all that. But here's something I didn't know until today: there was apparently going to be a deleted scene with uh, Yak Face arguing with uh, Riyiz, hmm. and C-3PO was going to be translating between the two of them. Oh. And wow. then Yak Face was going to push 3PO down on the ground. Down into the Rancor pit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if the scene would have been, would they have been both speaking their separate languages? And what language would mm. three would he be translating into English? Or I could see why it would be cut because it would be very laborious <laughs> having him listen to a <laughs> right. foreign language, translate it into a different foreign language. And then 15 right. minutes into it, you're like, <laughs> like uh, the UN. Yeah, exactly. He says no. So, wow. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I've, but I've never seen footage of it. Yeah, so I'd love to see that. Scene. I wonder how I, there's stills from. We're just the, talking the about how laborious and terrible it would be. And I'm like, oh, I'd love to see that. I can get you guys that scene. <laughs> oh yeah, you got yeah. The, you got yeah. access you got to a connection. That, that scene. Yep. So uh, anyway, that's the Yak Face. That's details on Yak Face. Yeah. Well, uh, here's another character that we see in this minute. That, uh-huh. Let's let's go back to the sadness oh, here. Oh right. Sad part. Getting back to this minute. I you you know him. You love him. I love to say his name, Malakili. 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 Uh, the Rancor Keeper. Um, Malakili played here by Paul Brook. Paul Brook <laughs> played a lot here of stuff. by Paul, Paul Brook. <laughs> played here by Paul Brook. Yeah, another play. Well, as inter- popularized by Paul McCartney, as <laughs> played here by <laughs> Paul show. Brook. Uh, Paul Brook, the 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 physical guy, the actor, physical guy portraying <laughs> Malakili. Paul Brook, who uh, uh, the notable credit that I saw in his listing was Bunky in For Your Eyes Only. Yes, he was in Fiora's Only. He's also in one of my favorite episodes of Black Adder. Oh. Friar Bellows. But um, if you look him up, he's just he's in yeah. a ton of stuff. He's just one of those guys who's been in stuff. Character actor, British television. Wasn't he in like Bridget Jones' Diary or something yep. like that? Too? He was yeah. in that. Was he famous for being able to cry on cue? Like, was that his like... Well, every movie he had this crime, sort of uh, man in the giant monster well. pet that would die. So uh, yeah. it was a little <laughs> bit typecasting. Weirdly but, uh, out of place in Bridget Jones' Diary. That yeah. Was, you know. <laughs> and it didn't look so well, great with the, com- yeah. the composite. It's because Bridget Jones killed Tosh. For reading the diary, oh, because Tosh is an anchor that could read. That's too much, <laughs> too many layers. Um, but uh, he wasn't the best crying guy in the business because his crying <laughs> was dubbed. What? His crying. Really? The sobs uh, of the Rancor Keeper were dubbed. Those were false sobs, you're telling me. They Crocodile. were dubbed. Yeah, I brought it all back. Oh. They were dubbed by Ernie Faselius, oh, best known to us as right. the guy who made Hardware Wars. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's Ernie Faselius, director, creator of Hardware Wars, after Hardware Wars came out, like uh, got in with some of the Lucasfilm guys. Specifically, Ben Burt was just, I guess Ben Burt really liked the sound editing on Hardware Wars, <laughs> which is also, it, it is very good sound editing. Uh, and so Faselius ended up just working on random projects for Lucasfilm over the years. He was... Uh, he co-wrote Lopty Neck, which I had didn't did not know about last uh, a couple of weeks ago when we talked about that. Wow. Um, he was Alex. You you like this guy? He was the voice of Poggle the Lesser. Oh, in, uh, in uh, one of the prequels there. That's like <laughs> yeah. That was Ernie Faselius, <laughs> that insect guy. <laughs> and he did a bunch of other the kind of like random noises and voices and stuff like that over the years. But his main uh, main contribution here was the the sobs of the Rancor Keeper, wow. Malakili. Wow. It's my favorite Smokey Robinson song. The sobs <laughs> yeah. of a Rancor Keeper. <laughs> and they're not hilarious sobs. They're like normal sobs. <laughs> he does a little bit of like, they're a little muggy. Yeah. 
<laughs> what? Muggy in this movie? No way. <laughs> but they're in the basement. It's a little yeah, damp. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Well, so what are you guys' feelings on the crying? Uh, it, it makes the whole th- this thing yeah. is sad. Gives it heart. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. the bad guys aren't, you know, inherently yeah. evil. They're just... This is the most emotion in this yeah. movie, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. It's true. Luke doesn't even cry when his father dies. No. But the right keeper is bawling. It's like, son, leave me. And the... <laughs> Please don't don't take my helmet off. I need it. They have the hardware war guys saying, well, he's like, you want me to tear? You want me to throw in some tears here? <laughs> Are you September Santa? <laughs> Fruit tree is, is, is got killed by Luke. <laughs> Uh, I have some trivia about Malakili. Sure. Go for it. Uh, he is owned by Java. He is, in fact, a what? slave. Oh, really? Uh, uh, for a former circus performer. Now, and his one joy in life was just killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, We're assuming. He, uh, yeah, he was in charge. Of, he was kind of Java's animal, ha- animal handler. And the Rancor was mostly used for like a fighting. You know, they would, like, Java would get together with the other crime lords and they would make their Rancors fight. But um, make your Rancor fight. <laughs> but uh, here's the he got he has a gaffy stick, which of course yeah. are the weapons of the Sand People. Mm. Sorry, Tuscan <laughs> Raiders. Great. Oh, Sorry to all the uh, that out. Tuscan Raiders in our audience. And uh, it was given to him by the Tuscan Raiders after he killed a womp rat, a mutated womp rat in one of their caves. Uh, mm-hmm. So I like how they tie in one of the few animals we know from Tatooine into that story. It has to include a womp rat, right? Yes. After leaving Jabba's palace, he opened a restaurant on Tatooine. <laughs> One has to assume serving lots and lots of cheap Rancor meat that he had laying around. Wow. Eat at Malakili's. <laughs> is, is there a name for the restaurant? Or they just say he opened a restaurant? Uh, there, was, there was a name for the restaurant, but it was like the Silver Star or something boring. Uh, it it wasn't boring. like, you know. It should have just been Malakili's. Yeah. Eat at Malakili's. That's, we were talking about Star Wars spinoffs that I want to see. I want to see the, the, like, Alice, except set in <laughs> Malakili's diner. <laughs> And then the ending for every episode is something tragic happens and he, yeah, cries. he just <laughs> cries. <laughs> like he makes a souffle and it doesn't turn out well. And right. he's like, <laughs> me, 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 me. And then the audience cheers and claps and that's the end. Yeah. Malakili was Malakili was before a live studio audience. 
Yes. Well, I, uh, I, can, can I point out a comic strip that I want to accept this canon? Yeah, it's hard to yes, do on comic uh, strips are good I for just, podcasts. Just, on podcasts. No, we'll I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna say I'm we'll gonna put up a link to really it. Quick, I'm gonna describe it. Yeah. It's uh, scene one. This, Imagine a box. <laughs> this artist, uh, Chris Gugliata, something. I guess Gugliata? I might be pronouncing it right. I don't know. Malachi. He drew this comic strip uh, showing his the Malachi's relationship with the Rancor from like he got him as a baby and just like they have this close relationship and goes through to his unfortunate injury but hmm. then it puts a spin that it was just a head injury and the rancor is great and everything's happy and i like that ending better yeah i like that one a lot yeah it's a cute cartoon well yeah we'll definitely post a link to it i wonder how we'll, i wonder if it's possible i picture the rancor being much older than or do you think it's like a parrot do you think it's like a parrot did maliki get him when maliki was a baby it looks uh, like, i don't know it seems like one of those things could be like 100 years old yeah, I picture it being or like, two. Yeah, or two. It could be like you mean uh, two years uh, old or two hundred yeah, years or old. Two years old. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, there was apparently a um, a in one of the drafts. Hand, uh, Luke said, "Oh, he didn't want to kill him because he was just a small one." Right. Like he was he was not a full grown rancor. Mm. Uh, interesting. These idea. are mammal lizards. Is that reptile mammals? Yeah. Reptile mammals. Uh, that was from the uh, Rancor Fact File. Rancor Facts. Rancor Facts. <laughs> All right. Here's here's a Rancor Fact question. <laughs> rancor okay. Facts Q and A. Rancor question. Uh, <laughs> Ranquest. Um Live birth or eggs hatching? Oh, you mean like a monotreme? <laughs> I don't know what that is. A monotreme is a mammal that lays eggs. Well, they so. have very narrow hips. I'm going to go mm-hmm. egg. That's a big egg. Yeah. yeah. That's a big egg. Hey. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a big rancor. It needs a big cereal. Even Even better up. for uh, Malachili's diner. Yeah. <laughs> rancor omelet. Yeah. It's like the Flintstones that they bring out Serve the big yeah. <laughs> And then I did turn it Just tips over. <laughs> are you, are you, yes. Is anyone arguing live birth? Um, Oof, that is tough on the rank. No. If so, Especially with those arms, I feel like those arms would be a Those arms. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> that a guess who? <laughs> um, the, if it's a live birth, is it just one, or does it give birth to like 50 little ones oh. and only like Ooh. three survive? Oh, man, I don't like this Yeah, maybe they're tiny, tiny. It's like sea monkeys or something. Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, there's a bunch of them. It's a cloud, Rancor cloud. I'm surprised how sandy the bottom of the Rancor pit is. I thought it would be sandy. more... Sandy? I thought well, that goes along with your uh, your comment about the clean floor. Also, you think they just put I, new I, sand I down I didn't realize it was sand. It's a litter box. Yeah, so no, there are... Yeah. There's probably cigarette butts in the sand and like <laughs> Coke bottle caps and stuff. Right. And, and there's like a pooper scooper droid that just goes through. Yeah. And then, no, they make him I go through my life. <laughs> they make my life. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't get to do a droid. He's a slave. That's yeah, why he's, that's he, is the, he is the droid. So he's just got like a giant shovel with, with slots in it. Yeah. Everyone, oh. <laughs> everyone. Although it does, it did say in his Wikipedia page that he was constantly being humiliated by Jabba. Like he would have salacious crumb. Dance around on his shoulders and uh, all sorts of all sorts of. Uh, wow, so he was this makes cry- me. He was probably crying a lot. That this guy. makes him more tragic. Yeah, yeah I mean, for he's him. really the hero of this. Yeah, movie. wow. <laughs> he lost the most. Well, he has a happy yeah. ending. He opens a restaurant. Yeah, where he serves Still. rancors and salacious crumbs. Hmm. <laughs> Doesn't serve anybody. Um, it's pretty much all I had for Malakili. <laughs> I just wanted yeah. to. The only thing he, he makes me more. think of Mad Max Beyond a Thunderdome. He a does seem bit. very lots of like shirtless uh, men yeah. with greasy, <laughs> right? <boobs>. Sunburned, <laughs> sunburned, and in oil, yes, vaguely yeah. sweaty. Yeah, yeah, and then the crying. <laughs> Apparently, his his friend there didn't like the rancor as much 
but he just felt bad for Malachi because he knew how much. Yeah, he's Malachi like patting him back, like, dude, come on. Yeah. yeah cool. Do you think uh, this is going let's, back? He's got that guard out of his stomach. <laughs> you can see the, you can see the guard. If you look close, you can see the guards bumping up and down. In the <laughs> hey, hey guys, you're gonna cut me out now. You're gonna cut me out. <laughs> I found something. <laughs> Except you're saying it in pig, so yeah. it's just kind of pig Latin. <laughs> oh. Pig Latin. <laughs> Do you think uh, this is going back to the sorry the, the scene before? But when after they send the rancor in. And they're just hanging out in the guard room or mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. the coffee break room. Yeah. And then Luke tries to get out. Yeah. And that do- you think they were surprised when that the inner door opened? <laughs> You're like, oh, like he, was, he was just like, yeah. He was like, so anyway, so you know, here. health insurance or not, I think I think, whoa, hey, buddy, <laughs> you can't come in here. You got to go back out and do your thing. <laughs> Show's not hey. over. Yeah. You walk down to go down the hall. You make a left. There's a, there's a little jog there. <laughs> yeah, this the main door's toy. not opening. Sorry. <laughs> you see this door that says authorized personnel. That's you. <laughs> You're authorized personnel, right? <laughs> the break room. <laughs> that's that's what's connected. They to totally the... should have had them do like a spit take when Luke opened yeah. the door. <laughs> they should have dropped their food when they <laughs> saw. Where the water comes out like the pig guard snouts. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, <a> Keurig machine. <laughs> And a little mini fridge. Um, so yeah, that's all I had for twenty eight. Um, that's uh, we've got. Uh, we're still in Jabba's palace for the for the rest of the week. So uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hopefully, you guys can come back tomorrow. Everybody else, come back tomorrow. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. Call eight day Greedo. Tell us about your rancor stories. Um, and we'll see you tomorrow here on the Star, Star Wars, Wars Minute. Wars.